VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Hart. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, coming up, we'll get to the big night in the NBA, including an ejection by the from the best player in the league that is just shocking. And no, LeBron James was not ejected from the game tonight. <laughs> He's not uh, the best player in the league. <laughs> you tried to fool people. See? No, you lied to us through song. I, I hate. hate when people do that. Uh, but it's time that certain fans, certain teams have to come to grips with the reality, and this is going to excite everybody else in a sports fan base. Today, Scott Boris, MLB Super Agent of the Stars, decided to just let it rip when it came to all of his clients, right? A guy who was a, you know, 20 years ago, Scott Boris was maybe the the second most powerful guy in the sport, the way he was able to push contracts with, with his clients, whether it was Manny Ramirez or Alex Rodriguez opting out in the World Series, uh, J.D. Drew uh, leaving a contract that he had already agreed to. He was incredibly powerful, and he was that powerful a guy. Now, in the last 20 years, Scott Boris is still incredibly powerful. Powerful, but his power has now gone to the fact to, to the side of, hey, this is a guy who, when you talk about danger and power, it goes specifically to 
what it means when he represents a client on your team. And today, he talked a lot about some of the guys he represents, three of the biggest, most high-profile guys who are either coming up on free agency or are free agents. He talked about Pete Alonzo, Cody Bellinger, Juan Soto. And he said many things that if I'm a fan of any of these teams, you have to prepare for the fact that they're all going to leave. None of them are going to stay, right? Talking about Pete Alonzo, he said, well, when it comes to the polar bear and the Mets, we're not in contract hibernation. Mets president <laughs> David Stern says, well, I had a good conversation with Scott Boris. I don't know, but they're not in contract hibernation. So this means that he wants a new deal for Pete Alonzo. Here he is a little bit more in detail from today. Well, what do you think the chances are something gets done uh, with Pete Alonzo before his um, free agency? Actually, I met yesterday at length with uh, with David mm-hmm. and uh, we had a long conversation about his philosophies and ideology and he certainly views Pete as a core part of their team and you know we just kind of let him know that uh, you know when it comes to the po- polar bear we're not in contract hibernation <laughs> See, Scott Boris has jokes <laughs> Scott Boris has jokes he's not his cadence was like a younger Jerry Jones uh, yeah yeah. Well, it's funny because looking at him today talking, you know what it reminded me of was uh, um, him at the GM at the general manager meetings, like that scene in a movie in the very beginning when they need to establish a guy's importance and power, and they have him like talking to a class in a you know an, or in an auditorium or giving a lecture of some kind. Like that's watching him talk about all these guys. Go, oh, we have to establish that that you know Scott Boris is a powerful guy. Uh, he went on and he talked about the Mets and their spending and says that hey. Even when you have the bigger jet and you say you're going slower, you're still going faster, which means the Mets should still spend. He was asked about Cody Bellinger, who had a big bounce back year this year, and he said for the Cubs, quote, Chicago got the comforts of a full belly. They're going to have to loosen their belts to keep Bellinger, right? He's got jokes. He's got jokes. Well, he is in New York. I mean, yeah. you got plenty of uh, plenty of writers there. For yeah. you. Here he is again. You know, hey, now the writers writer strike is over. He, he doesn't have to write everything himself. But Scott Boris likes it. But when he came to Chicago, he just feasted on major league pitching, and um, really, uh, you know, I think Chicago got the comforts of a full belly. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to have to loosen their belts to keep Bellinger. <laughs> I like how he said when he came to Chicago, he feasted on major league pitching. What about the three years before that when he stunk? Who was, who was he facing then? I don't understand. Was he facing super major league pitching? I don't get it. He stunk I could for three years. still feel the breeze from all those tomahawk strikeouts. <laughs> Uh, And when it came to Juan Soto, he said the Padres definitely plan to have Juan Soto in their lineup next year. No, he actually just said he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have any jokes about the Padres and uh, what that was? No, 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 because he's got he's got a he's got to tread lightly here because I know what he wants. And this is what I mean when, when I say all of these guys like I've already come to grips that Pete Alonso is gone. Right, Because the reason you hire Scott Boris 
It, it's and, and look, and this is not a Boris thing where, hey, Scott Boris just takes clients and all he does is just go for the highest bidder and all. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the team. He doesn't care about his players' relationship with the team. He just gets guys. Scott Boris isn't someone who grabs it, who gets a guy for a client, puts him in a room, ties him up, and makes him sign a contract because it's the highest deal. No, guys hire Scott <laughs> Boris because they want to get paid. And they don't care if it's going to be with – maybe it's with the team they've played with, but it doesn't have to be. When you go after Scott Boris, when you make him your agent, you know, okay, he's going to get me every dollar that I want coming to me. And if the team that I'm playing for doesn't does, isn't going to pay me, I'll go somewhere else. The minute Scott Boris represents somebody on your team, you have to be comfortable with the fact that you're going to wind up losing him at some point. Because that's why Pete Alonso's got him. That's why Cody Bellinger's got him. That's why Juan Soto's got him. With Alonso, it's easy. Apparently, they are really far off because there's no reason why the Mets wouldn't extend Pete Alonso. The guy's a homegrown superstar, 50 home runs every year. Why wouldn't you do it? The fact that he was out there for trade talk last year tells me that what Scott Boris wants for Pete Alonso, the Mets are saying, forget it. We, that is way too much for what we want. Cody Bellinger, of course the guy wants to get paid. He turned down a $25 million option this year because he mm-hmm. finally had a good year and he knows I can get paid someplace else. Let me ask you, do you want to give Cody Bellinger $150 million for one good year after he had three bad ones? Of course not. But this is why you get Scott Boris because Boris is going to make sure that what happens is these guys get the money and they want it and it's not going to come from their team. Scott Boris knows the odds of them staying with their teams are slim because it doesn't work for Scott Boris because this is the one part about Boris that, that you have to understand is true. If you re-sign with a team and it doesn't reset the market, that does Scott Boris no good. It does him no good because he wants to sit there and say, hey, look, everybody who comes in gets the highest deal they could get. Uh, there's no sweetheart deals. That doesn't make me look good. But but, but if, if, he, if I have a guy who re-signs with a team and gives him a little bit of a hometown discount, kind of like Max Muncy did with the, with, the, with the Dodgers, I mean, Scott Boris would faint dead away if that happened. He's not going to represent anybody and not going to let anybody take those kind of deals. He wants, what can I say? What can I put on my wall as, hey, you come to me and I'm your, and I'm your agent. I'm I'm going to get you one of these deals. So the guys already go to him knowing, yeah, whatever you get in me, that's what I want. So say goodbye to Alonzo, say goodbye to Bellinger, and at some point the Padres are going to have to say goodbye to Juan Soto because unless they sign him this offseason, and can you give another guy 300 or so or $400 million while you're paying all these other guys 300 or $400 million? You can't do it. You can't do it. You're paying Machado. You're, you're, you're paying – you be paying Soto again. You you are paying Tatis. You're pay, there's all these guys. You can't do it unless you're trading other guys away. So understand that Juan Soto. Hey, you're renting him for a while, but it's going to be a big deal somewhere. And trust me, it's great to have to know that Juan Soto is going to be in the Padres lineup now. But just watch if he can facilitate a trade from another team. He's going to broker that deal. He's going to bro- hey, you know the Padres. I don't know if you have the money. Hey Juan, they may not have the money. I don't know if they do or not. They're kind of dragging their feet but maybe I can get the Yankees interested or I can get the, the Dodgers interested or not the Dodgers, I'm not the same thing, but I can get the Mets interested. I can get these other teams interested. Yeah, yeah, let's go look at that. And he will try to push that deal to happen because a Juan Soto deal that resets the market, that's what he wants. He's not getting a Juan Soto reset the market deal with San Diego because they can't, because you can't trade Tatis, you can't trade Machado. What are you going to do, right? I mean, the, the, the San Diego's not, not Steve Cohen. Even Steve Cohen's not going to pay that kind of money. So any 
time you see this and I see Boris talking, it's like, boom, Alonzo's going to be on a new team. So is Bellinger. And eventually so will Juan Soto. That's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, he's looking to reset. It's either the total deal or the average per year, whatever the case may be. I mean, the stats and breakdowns and comparisons that Boris brings to the table with his squad are legendary, right? It's the stuff that we've talked about for as long as we've been doing this is, you know, he doesn't have to be likable. That's not his job. I do like the scenario you set up of he's forcing guys, you know, chaining them up to uh, force them to sign a deal. You talk about uh, a kind of a mutant Celtic pride, the way that is. I'm kidnapping you, and now we're going to go find a new deal. Ready? Let's go. Uh, so it's the, the the this process is is pretty basic when it, it's all said and done. We got a high power agent who gets the most because they look. He's not one to be trifled with, right? He's not a guy that. GMs are coming in and they're going to softball like they're getting right down to brass tacks like there's no hey we'll exchange you know pleasantries and and BS offers like you you get you cut to the chase and you get right to it because he's all about all right on to the next deal and on to the next bigger deal and I can't do that one until I get you and hold you over a barrel here and here and here. So for these three particular players, yeah, I mean, they're they're all in great positions. I like that he's joking, and, and the one-liners are good. They're almost Bermanisms, so that's good. But for Alonzo, I mean, that's that's a great fit, but we've been hearing about trade rumors forever, right, especially once they divested themselves of the pitchers. It was, well, is he going to go two before this is done? And they didn't, and they, they stayed the course. Uh, it's something that... You know, Sternsy and the Pope uh, will have great reports on uh, as we, we go through. But Oh, no, it'll be a trade where the Mets will trade him to a team, get what they get back, and that new team is going to sign Alonzo to a big deal. That's oh, 100%. What it's yeah, no, That's he's, he's not go. sticking around. Yeah, no, the Mets aren't going to lose mm. him for nothing. It's going to be at some point, hey, we're letting you go. We're getting what we can back, and your new team is going to sign you. Hey, it, here's a deal, and Pete Alonzo is now a, a Minnesota twin, and he's going to be made whatever, whatever it's going to be. That's how the announcement goes. No, all, all of it. And Bellinger, I think, depending – look, it's all – the OT- Tani's piece of it is is really the intriguing part. Or are the Cubs going to go full on and spend? Like we talked about yesterday, you can find the podcast wherever you download audio. We appreciate you being part of the extended family here, uh, Jason. Oh, dude, and I. You, can't, you can't you can't give Cody Bellinger all that, but especially nobody should, but especially not Chicago man. No, one good year the guy had. No, and he, no, was, but, he stunk for the three before. No, forget it. But it, but it's like the. You know, Corey Seager going back and having great success during the World Series run when they played in Arlington. And then what did he do? He went and hit 305 with like 70 extra base hits in his home park this year in leading the Rangers to a World Series title. Bellinger hit like a madman in Wrigley Field. I think he found a spot. Now it's just a matter of what's the dollars, do they make sense? And it's the whole Shohei Otani thing, or are you going all in? Again, go, drawing off of the council conversation we had yesterday. 
Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Just come to grips with the fact that all those guys are going to be gone and on new teams. Uh, coming up next, we had an incredible night in the NBA. I mean, not just the Knicks winning. Wait till we tell you what happened to Giannis and his ejection tonight, which defies explanation. That's next from the Tyrac.com studios. Jason and Mike, Fox. Seahawks, yo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. And tonight in the NBA, boy, we had a trifecta of big-time results. And, and look, none bigger than Victor Wembanyama coming into Madison Square Garden with some weak-ass crap and getting shown the door quickly <laughs> by the New York Knicks, who won by 100 tonight. 
You don't bring that weak ass crap into MSG. Wemby, he may as well go back to Europe now. He's done. He's done. He, you cannot handle Nick's smoke, and that's what it's going to be like. Go back to. He may retire tonight. They may. They may have retired Victor Wembanyama. See, here's the thing. You know, yeah. you're working from the mobile. Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio studio today. If we'd been in the same room, I mean, that, if you really sold that to the camera that I'm staring at right now, you want to talk about a hot take artistry and going viral? That would be you on a whole other level. He may retire. This may be it. Like LeBron having that, I may retire. Pre- this may be, hey, listen, I know I'm young. I'm starting out. I'm not even 20 years old, but I, I can't compete with this. I, I just walked into the most famous arena in the world. Look what happened. Look what happened. I'm a Whoa. shell of my That's former it. self, just like done. that. Done, 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 done. I mean, you. you're, you're calling for the guy to be out in the end of his career before it even begins or he or he'll want to get traded to the Knicks look I don't want I want to be on the other end of that I don't want the end of that beat down that I just saw yeah I want well, to be a Nick now Knicks 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 wow. Knicks, Knicks, Knicks next level stuff I mean early in the show as we we got started and that game was coming uh into its final throws I mean I can only imagine you dancing around and celebrating since 48 hours ago I watched <laughs> you uh die a little bit with each snap taken by Zach Wilson Oh, those weren't even snaps. <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. You know, time of possession, at least, you know, they didn't have much of it. They ran one great play, which they should literally run every damn play. The Wildcat <laughs> to Brees Hall. <laughs> How do we get the ball in Brees Hall's hands? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, we're just going to snap it right to him. But he can't throw it. Doesn't matter. It's better than giving it to Zach Wilson. Uh, but, look, that was a big, clearly. But, I mean, look, the Knicks win. It's expected. They're going to the finals. Not a lot of drama there. Wow, wow. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but let's get to another couple of games that deserve a big breakdown because we watched tonight something that was just absolutely shocking. The Milwaukee Bucks were cruising. Against the Detroit Pistons, because, you know, Milwaukee, Detroit, you know, of course, Milwaukee's going to be cruising. Well, they were up by 13 in the third quarter. Everything was great. And then this happened to Giannis. Giannis' third block, he's going to take it all Duncan, he's what did he do? Uh, look, I understand. He, if he's he dunked the ball and did what he's done a million different times, and it's what did he do? I mean, That's it, it, his second technical, so he's going to have to leave the game. ESPN on the call. Giannis goes in for a dunk and gets tossed because he picks up his second technical. And a 13-point Bucks lead turned into a 10-point Bucks deficit. Now, the Bucks did rally because Pistons uh, go on a big 18-4 run to win the game. But this ejection on Giannis, well, it's just abysmal. It's, a, it's, it's officials who say, hey, you came to the game tonight to see me officiate. Giannis goes in for the dunk, and he dunks the ball, and there's a couple of Pistons players waiting to inbound the ball. Giannis comes down, he, he, he dunks it, he stops, he gives a little bit of a yell, he turns, he puts his hands down as he goes up the floor, and boom, he is given a tee and thrown out of the game. It's, it's not egregious, he didn't get into another player's face, he didn't do anything to embarrass another player, he dunked, he yelled, and he turned to run back up the court, and he put his hands down, and, and suddenly he's out of the game. And it's like, are, are you kidding me? 
And if that's not bad enough, he tried to go to talk to the officials right after who all wouldn't even talk to him. Like, hey, what did I do? What did I do? Now, he's not out of control. He's not Draymond Green standing on top of the scorer's table going, yeah, I'm out. Everybody stand up. Yay. No, no, no. He went to say, hey, what happened? What, what, what did I do? What did I do? Because you can see him going, why? What did I do? And none of the officials would talk to him. And they pushed him out of the way and said, no, you're gone. Come on, man. I mean, I, I don't understand what, what this is. I, I, you, you wouldn't want to talk about NBA officiating and go, why are certain calls made? I would look at that and go, what's that all about? What is that all about? How do you throw the guy out of the game for that? There's no reason to. Unless you have a personal vendetta against Giannis. You came into the game knowing I'm going to officiate a certain way, and if Giannis does something or something, I'm going to throw him out of the game. But this is just abysmal. This is where if you're Adam Silver, you you, you have the you give that phone call to Giannis to apologize. And not only that, an apology phone call is not enough. You go to his house. You go to his house, and, and I don't care what kind of family situation he's got, whether it's him, all his family, he he can invite friends over, and you apologize to him in front of everybody because that's how bad of a call that was. Whether it's just a couple people at Giannis' house or he's having a big party, apologize to everybody because I see that and I go, what, what are we really doing? What is the NBA doing? What is NBA officiating doing? Do we need to have a, a, some kind of, of, of look into this and why something like this would happen? Because that, there's, there's no way on any level why that should have been his second technical and he's out of the game. There's none. Well, it, it gets down. To do, do you think he stared down Isaiah Stewart long enough in that uh, I don't know what second second <laughs> he and stared a half him down way too long in a, in a long, in a long enough like situation. momentum was carrying him into and through Isaiah Stewart who went to challenge him and they got in under the basket and I don't know Giannis flexed after the dunk that might have been a little scary might have been a little intimidating <laughs> now. Look, this is just another extension of our, our world of officiating, and, and it's tough because it's, it's as we talked with Rick Buecher earlier tonight, tough gig, right? Trying to keep pace with these guys, certainly in the NFL. We talk about it all the time, which is why Jay Glazer's special forces uh, officiating crew is something I want to see implemented, uh, at least in a trial run. But guy got involved right he already had a technical foul and then we always say well you're not now you know you can't do anything well this did he how much did he really do there's not going to be any apology and nor should there be and like it's a bad call life goes on now if you want to do what the lakers did now you send tape of this and it's just uh we also included this gif of Giannis shrugging his shoulders saying what the hell man uh along with it like the lakers complaining about foul calls that lebron james isn't getting we discussed that a little bit last night um too strong and whines a lot probably the two reasons that really come back on lebron james a bunch is what we uh decided on yesterday's show but with this thing with Giannis, yeah it's it's egregious it's terrible it let's uh officiate all emotion out of nba games is really where this one came out to the guy you know, was excited he had a block and he went the other way for a dunk flexed and got tossed from a game. And he didn't flex on a player. He didn't even yell at well, anybody. I mean, you could face. argue that he kind of did to uh No, but you, you could see he's he's all the way on the right side of, of the Pistons player and he's yelling like into the crowd. Oh, I know. It's but it's perspective. You know? And if you're an official that wants to make a big play, by the way, you know, let let, let me make sure to get this out here for you, Jason. The fact that they went from being up as much as they were to being down 10, how soft is that? Guy got 
kicked out. You're supposed to be a championship contender. <laughs> oh, man, they kicked him out. What do we do now, man? Mm. Oh, no. Mm. It's Detroit. And now I they're mean, putting up 43 in the third. Dude, I, <laughs> do you let Detroit do that to They you? did. They put up 43 points in the third because they were I, sullen after Giannis got kicked out. Dude, I don't even know that he got thrown out after he, he just put his hands down to run up the court. I think he got thrown out just for yelling. Because I, I think by the time by the t- he turned and put his hands down, he was already thrown out. Like I'm, I'm trying to see when the official did the did the you're out of the game, and I think he did it right after oh, he no, yelled. That's a quick hook. As, as soon as Giannis puts his hands down to run up for, he looks up and says, "Wait, what? I'm out of the game." So I think he dunked and just yelled for a, for a half second, and that's what gets you out of the game. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, you know, this, this is where I, I look at officials and I go. Uh, the NBA needs to take hold of this because you you can't keep having this where the where it feels like there are personal vendettas against players and 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 that referees have this because you don't need any more Scott Foster Chris Paul stories you don't you don't need them you, you know I mean you, you, it's not like the NFL where you know does Jerome Boger have something against Tom Brady you know I don't know but how often does he do a Tom Brady game right you got Jerome these, Boger in but, nicely but, done. But some of the well, because I was thinking, you know, who threw who threw well, a lot of penalty? He's flag. a he's a family favorite. Yeah, but uh, but when you look at the NBA, yeah, some of these officials see the same players much more over the course of a season, right? You know, if you do a if you do a a. Uh, a, a Tua Tungavailoa game or a Lamar Jackson game or whatever, you know, chances are you're not going to do that same game the next week. You're going to see that maybe one more time in the year. And but when you but NBA, you see the same players a lot, and maybe maybe that comes to it. And there's uh, officials who just for some reason go in going, I don't like this guy, and I go in with an agenda that if he does whatever he does, I didn't like what he did the last game, and that stays in my head. But that's something that the NBA has got to adjudicate this because I know you don't want to take any powers away from the officials but when something like this happens i need to see the nba say hey don't worry we're on this we're going to look into this and see just why he got thrown out we're going to talk to the official and then we're going to have most likely an apology we'll have a statement for you at some point coming up soon right after this here's the letter of apology on official letterhead (laughs) we blew it it's early november get over it (laughs) as far as that goes hopefully that apology goes to Giannis very soon the Lakers and the Rockets tonight. The big Dylan Brooks revenge game. Oh, yeah. Le- LeBron knocked the Grizzlies out of the playoffs last year all by himself because Dylan Brooks was locking up LeBron James. Uh, Jason. It didn't happen. Yeah. The Lakers didn't play tonight. Oh, they didn't. Oh, they canceled that game? Okay. Well, they didn't uh, well, cancel it. They just didn't play. They didn't play. Boom. Well, here's a final call then of whatever team the Rockets played against tonight and how that game ended. <laughs> Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose. Listen, and it's how excited Al Michaels is on that call. He's not excited like that on Thursday no, Night Football. that was actually Billy Mack. <laughs> that is the uh, verbal e- equivalent of getting hit with a chair. <laughs> uh, how did it go for the Rockets tonight? How did it end? It ended kind of like this. It is a Rockets.
Rockets win. Final score tonight here for the Charter Center in downtown Houston. Rockets won at 28. And the Los Angeles Lakers, 94. Jason, I've been at this network for more than 13, 14 years. I've never heard a Rockets final call. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like. They go, Can we hear that again, please? That was really good. It is. Hey. <laughs> Win. Uh, Damn, they won the championship. Rockets radio network on the call. Look, the Rockets aren't very good. They win this game, and suddenly here are the Lakers, three and five. They lost five on the road. And I'm here to zig where you think I'm going to zag. It's still fine for the Lakers. Everything is still fine. They are still putting out a new lineup every night. They're still trying to get healthy. And until that happens, this is where the Lakers are going to be. I know what the Lakers thought was we're going to get out to a decent start this year with all our players, and we can keep the minutes down on LeBron and AD. Oh, by the way, no Anthony Davis for this game. But instead, the Lakers have had to play LeBron. Long stretches in a couple of games, and now no Anthony Davis tonight. He's already dinged up a little bit. It's going to be a little bit of time. Now, the good news for the Lakers is I, I, I would expect by the close to the middle of the season, once they get healthy and they figure out their rotations and all their players get healthy and come back, things are going to be fine. Right? The Lakers are going to find a way. Hachimura will find his way through. Other Austin Reeves will be much more uh, in his role and hit a lot of shots. You're going to get, you're going to get the, the injured guys coming back, and it's going to be fine. It's just going to take a little while longer. So things are going to be fine for the Lakers. It's just going to be, instead of the, the beginning of the season where, hey, LeBron can take nights off, play 25 minutes, it's going to be more towards middle of the year, and that's absolutely fine. Look, Hachimura even said after tonight, it feels like every night we have a trade because of the way the lineups are, like how crazy the line, like, every, oh, he's a new guy I'm playing with, they're coming off the bench, a new guy coming back. So it's just going to be a little bit. The Lakers are fine. I know they don't want to go through this early in the season, but this is not me pressing the panic button going, oh, Lakers are in trouble, Lakers are It's just going to be a case of it'll be a little bit longer than it was expected, but things are going to be fine for the Lakers. Funny that you get that quote from Hachimura, who had 24-8 and eight in his return to the court mm-hmm. uh, after missing a couple of games. He went and saw specialists and stuff after sustaining a concussion, so good to see him back on the court uh, and excelling uh, in terms of his 10-for-14 performance, but yeah, I'm not as, as rosy and optimistic. You just got run off the court by the Rockets! <laughs> The Rockets. Now they are four and one at home. That was a pretty sweet looking court. You know, the Lakers on Friday, they begin their in season tournament play against the Phoenix Suns. So we'll see what kind of uh, monstrosity the court uh, becomes for that game. But. You know how much we love the in-season tournament. Uh, our our guy Frostberg just in my ear going, rumors about Caruso coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's saying, hey, we need to make something happen. Mm. Right? Oh, we need a third star. We need yeah. to make something happen. <laughs> third star, so it's Alex Caruso. No, it's actually it's actually David Caruso you're going to get. He's going to be the new player. I thought player. Austin Reeves was your third star. Well, he's Captain America. He's Captain America. Two of nine, minus 28 in his 26 minutes <laughs> of work, seven <laughs> points on the board. But, yeah, you're also presuming, A, LeBron stays healthy, and B, Anthony Davis gets healthy and then stays there. Both, I think, are losing propositions. Frostburg, that prediction or... Go ahead. 
The Seahawks <laughs> destroying the Ravens on the road? Dude, I can't believe you are sticking with that. I picked the football game wrong. He couldn't even keep a straight face. As soon as I started asking him, he started laughing so hard. I don't, I don't understand this all night with you. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I picked the oh, game. Neither wrong. did anybody that listened to it. And I pick, and I picked more games, way more games, right than I figure. I missed a game. It's okay. It happens. It's all right. In a blowout, <laughs> you didn't even take the points. No, no, I'd be remiss. The I points didn't wouldn't have helped me. I said I didn't need the points, and it wouldn't have helped. Instead of thirty-seven, no, he, no, he bet that as a straight, he bet that as a straight money line bet. So there's there's no going back from that. But also. Oh, man. Also, we, we'd be remiss when we talk about the Lakers and their struggles. The the Clippers also are now 0-4 on the road. Yeah. No Los Angeles team wins on the but road. But how about that catch by Ian Eagle? That was a Harden's great catch. Pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, James Harden, he, know, he knows where to go with the ball. You know, I'm going to get it to Ian Eagle for a dunk. <laughs> he had a lot of air yards. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Brian. Yeah, we Thank did. Ian Eagle caught Harden's pass. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we have a play of the night you have to hear to believe. That's next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Got the play that I come in your way in a couple of minutes, but a big takeaway from a big game tonight in the NBA. The Nuggets hold off the Warriors 108-105. Good game. 
No Jamal Murray, right? He's out for a month. Doesn't yeah. matter. The Nuggets still win at home. Jokic, who said he was exhausted, goes for 35 and 13 rebounds and five 35. assists. I look, I mean, they're, they're still a great team. The Nuggets are 8-1. and one, But, but, here's the thing about the Warriors. The biggest thing they needed and they knew going into this season was – we need to make sure the support players around Steph and Clay, and to an extent Draymond, um, are better because they didn't get they not get didn't get anything from their bench. They got to make sure it's better. And now that Chris Paul has been coming off the bench for a little bit, the second unit of the Warriors is starting to score a lot of points. They mm-hmm. had 42 off the bench tonight. Everybody off the bench was a plus. Everybody starting for the Warriors was a minus. Now that Chris Paul is comfortable coming off the bench, he's okay with doing it because he started the first couple of games and Draymond came back and he went back to the bench. But as long as it goes like this, Chris Paul has to play 20, 25 minutes a night. He's extending his career. He's got a lot left in the tank. And suddenly you're going to see the Warriors be even more dangerous than they were a year ago because they figured out their support. Because with Steph and Clay getting older and Clay's not the same guy, they absolutely need this. And so far they're getting it. They might wind up being more dangerous than they were a year ago because they figured out their bench now. Yeah, a couple of things that go to it. I mean, Draymond isn't playing yet. So you've got that, right? Whatever you think of him, there, there's so many things he does on the court well uh, to help facilitate on both ends of the court. The other was, you know, and, and we were talking with Rick Buecher earlier, and I texted you. I go, all right, how much do we ask about Jordan Poole in his list of uh, hates? Does he get in there? Um, because clearly uh, his absence is making things flow just a wee bit better there uh, in the Bay Area. So so that certainly flows uh, as well. Yeah, positivity for the Warriors. I don't think that's come out of your mouth in a long time. I know, right? I, but I call it like I see it. That's the one thing that they needed their support players because all their guys are getting older. Wiggins is not going to score. He's a nice story to score you know, between 17 and 22 points a game, but they needed more from their bench, and now they're getting it. And now watch out. Yes, it's early. And like I say with Chris Paul, everything is great with Chris Paul until you absolutely need him the most. Oh. But so far, so good. The Warriors figured out their bench. They're scoring a lot of points, and that's nothing but good telling you man that's a that's a great great thing right there great game that was a nice uh nightcap uh exit how about a fresca exit swollen dome the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. time now for the play of the night brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive Dot com. Well, when we play a call, and this is why it's got to be the play of the night. When someone's been working here for 14 years and has never heard a Rockets final call, well, that gets to be the play of the night. It is a Rockets win. Final score tonight here for the Tartar Center in downtown Houston. Rockets won at 28. And the Los Angeles Lakers, 94. There it is, Rockets Radio. Those are some really good pipes. Rockets Radio Network on the call. Rockets win. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I really thought you timed it out perfectly with our end of game clock that it was just going to be Eberflus. (laughs) 
<laughs> Dude, we, do, we didn't have enough time to get into Eberflus and, and Justin Fields, and he's doubtful, but he's out, and he's out, but he's doubt. We, we didn't have enough time for that, man. We did uh, not have enough time. Is, is he going to play? No, yeah, he's out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he's out, uh, yeah. but he's doubtful. Hey, Panthers-Bears <laughs> tomorrow. Can't wait. Hey, hey, Panthers Bears tomorrow. Please listen to the show anyway. That is right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.